Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and the longest contiguous beach in the U.S. And I am the waves lapping up against that beach. I am Alicia Herder. And I'm the crabs underneath your beach towel, Tara Keck. I love that. Okay, don't look at the word contiguous and now spell it. C-O-N-T-I-G-U-O-U-S. Amazing. Now what does it mean? (laughs) I genuinely, I thought continuous, but why would you not just say continuous beach? Why would you not just say long? It's the longest beach. Yeah, the longest beach. Absolutely. I don't have the answer. Insane. It's absolutely insane. On today's episode, leap year magic, because it's right around the corner. Yeah, it's like next week. Gotta get ready. What are we going to do with this one extra day? What are we wearing? Who are we seeing? Who are we not seeing? Who are we kissing? top of the show, Alicia and I would like to formally apologize to Ben, who so lovingly notified us that two Patreon episodes ago, we made an oopsie live on air. Oh no. That the beach of Long Beach, California is in fact not the longest contiguous beach in the U.S. It is only 11 miles, which still seems really long to me. Okay, but Ben, do you know what contiguous means? That is the question. (laughs) So that title actually belongs to Long Beach, Washington, which is 28 miles. And you know what? This is a problem that I've held anger in my heart for years now. Things should be named different things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why at every university there's a main street? I fucking hate it. Yeah. Name it anything else. Why are there two Long Beaches? Indiana is also very like... uh problematic in this sense because you've got peru indiana you've got paris indiana miami indiana indiana miami indiana you've got carmel and carmel Mm -hmm. it's very silly and so okay there's long beach california and long beach washington but why one should be longer beach you're right yeah they should officially change its name to longest beach And then Long Beach can be Longer Beach. Mm -hmm. And then there's just Long Beach. And then there's just Whittle Beach. And then there's just Whittle Bitch. And then there's the Jersey Shore. (laughs) All right, baby witches. It is that time in our lives, once again, that you need to go to vote.gov and make sure you are registered to vote. Tara, are you registered to vote? I'm getting my driver's license literally tomorrow. I'm going to the DMV. Changing my address so I can vote inside my zip code. Oh, dude, that is everything in New York. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I moved to Jersey City, I still had it in New York. And I was like, well, I'm still voting. But I had to truck like an hour into New York City just to vote. It was obnoxious. I was like, we're never doing this again. Yeah, I mean, it's also crazy because it's like, why do I give a fuck what happens in Park Slope? Those aren't my people anymore. (laughs) (laughs) they chase me out with pitchforks to hell with them new york city where were you midwood Mm -hmm. midwood new york chased you guys out with lions and tigers 
nipping at your heels. I was a census worker. I was a government worker. It's crazy. But make sure you're registered to vote. I don't know. Word on the street is that there's like an important election coming up. I don't know. I don't listen to the whispers of the street. I get all my news through Instagram. (laughs) So we'll see. Speaking of important elections, speaking of important happenings, speaking of important Patreons. Oh. I wanted to give a big witchy welcome to our latest Patreon members, Lauren and a fan favorite, Yana. Oh, she back. She's coming again. Two weeks, two weeks in a row? I mean, it might be a couple episodes between. But I really hope since our last Patreon episode, you're still Patreon witches because that Valentine's Day special was a doozy. Yeah. And uh, spoiler alert, it has literally nothing to do with Valentine's Day. <laughs> nothing in the slightest. If you want a Patreon shout out on the show and access to over 100 extra episodes, scroll down on whatever app you're listening to us on right now and click that Patreon link. $5 Patreon witches and above get access to over 100 extra episodes. I don't know how to say this enough times. There's trip, We're in the triple digits. There's so much content. Triple digits? Their questions are read live on the air. And um, you're just prettier. Yeah. Just cute. Just people like you more. Yeah. You're like magnetic. People are just like obsessed with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a good place to be. And yeah, last week we released part one of my Valentine's Day spooktacular episode. And next week is part two. And it is spooky. It is haunted. It is full of clowns. You know. You're not going to listen to it and want to kiss your partner on the lips. That's all I got to say. No, no. I don't know if you're going to be able to look at your partner in the eyes. I know. Crazy. They'll eat you alive. So. Yes. Today. Today. We are speaking on a very important, I would say, timely, once in a lifetime, if your life was only four years long, (laughs) event. And to which I say, it's so crazy that you're listening to us right now. You're four. That's insane. Also. What, we only get, like, if we live to 100, mm-hmm. we're only getting 25 of these bad boys? Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Ooh. That nuts. I feel the existential dread sweeping over me right now. Mm-hmm. And we're already running out. How no. many have we had now? No, 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 Back the fuck up. Let's get into our episode. Time is sand through an hourglass, nah, and nah. I'm just a little crab underneath your beach towel. <laughs> No, thank you. So today we're going to speak about leap year and leap year magic. Yes. So you've heard of the magic of gap years and the importance of getting a pap smear. But have you heard of the important magic of a leap year? Oh, no. Tell me more. So the leap year was something I was fascinated with as a kid. And it came up in pop culture in the same frequency as like falling into quicksand or the Bermuda (laughs) Triangle. It just like... (laughs) that's like is it real or is it not real (laughs) it just it seemed like every cartoon had its leap year episode Mm. right Mm -hmm. and I think it's also interesting as a way that like humans manipulate time we're very controlling so next week is the leap day but then the weekend after that is daylight savings time another way that we as humans manipulate time And then while Alicia and I are recording this, like right now, and she's in her little like skull sweatshirt and I'm in my little purple sweatshirt, we're like three hours apart because we're in different time zones, but we're like experiencing reality in tandem. It's like kind of crazy. 
It is kind of crazy. It's just like so interesting to me that as humans, we project our need for order and predictability onto a universe that, as Alicia is about to get into, isn't as even Stevens as we would like. These calendars, dude. And all the science Mm -hmm. behind us manipulating time and trying to have some control over our lives, truly crazy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so you look at a year and you're like, how many days are in a year? We have 365, even though I wrote 356. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even notice that. See, I had a little dyslexic moment. That's fine. But I know in my heart, because I went to elementary school, that it is 365 (laughs) days for the earth to go around the sun. Listen, Indiana public school, it's fucked up. It's rough. Okay. They taught a lot of stuff that's not right. It's very rough. But- That's not actually entirely the truth because it's really 365 days and one quarter of a day. I know. Absorb that. So 365 and one fourth is actually how long it takes. What is the sun doing with that extra quarter of a day? Is it sleeping in? I think so. The Earth circles the sun once approximately every 365 days, 5 hours, 48 minutes, and 45 seconds. And since we use the Gregorian calendar, we need leap years to ensure that the Earth's revolutions and our calendar itself remain in sync. If we didn't add an extra day into the calendar every four years, we would lose about six full hours from our current calendar each year. Which, I mean, honestly, doesn't seem that bad. Just losing six hours? Yeah, what's like the long-term effect? The seasons are different. I finally get to have a pool party. Yeah. I mean, I guess at that point, it makes things a little awkward with the seasons, but it's really, you know, I don't know why we had to go and get so complicated and add in an extra day. I also don't know why February Mm -hmm. has to be 28 days anyway. Like, why didn't we pull a day from like November? Why didn't we pull a day from December or January? Like, I know. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't at all. But... That extra day that we require to keep our calendar system working effectively is tucked into the end of every 4th February, since February is the shortest month of the year, because we like to punk on February. To be fair, February deserves it. Yeah, February's like the little brother that like everybody, you know what, actually the second to last little brother, which it's like you're not even the baby, so you're not even like the cutest. Mm -hmm. You're just like the old baby. Yeah, they try to throw in Valentine's Day, Lupercalia, like, it's not working. Do you think that's, like, leftover from the fact that, like, the New Year used to be in March? With Valentine's Day being in February? Oh, no, it's just, like, that the leap year is at the end Mm. of February. I guess that makes sense. Or maybe there is just technically less winter as a season. Oh. Maybe. That's my guess. Like, it's not actually perfectly balanced. Because why are we missing, like, three days? Most of the time. Yeah, that makes sense. It's also weird because it's like the Gregorian calendar, like, and we actually talk about this, not this coming week, but like two weeks from now in a Patreon episode that like the West applying their seasonal fixations and structures on other parts of the world, like doesn't fucking make sense. No. Because not everyone has four seasons. Some people have more, some people have less. And so then, yeah, when you're like trying to fit that into a calendar, when also the sun is like having a brunch hangover (laughs) of five hours every year. Time is crazy. Time is an illusion. Mm -hmm. And we know that. And that's what's going on here. So one of Yana's Patreon questions was, do any other calendars have a leap year? And the answer is yes. Oh. So 
The Chinese lunar calendar has a whole leap month every three years. What? And the last leap year was actually last year, 2023. So you get a whole extra month. What? What would I do? Mm-hmm. I would rule the fucking world with an extra month. <laughs> you all would, would be bowing down in front of me. <laughs> Y'all so lucky I don't have that extra month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like um, what would Alicia do with limitless power? Pitbull's there. <laughs> also usher on his skates oh the skates were great dude this is so uh, good. the the flips oh the stilts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. such a good the time capes. oh yeah alicia keys cape alicia key off key for the first note oh it was also great it's live it was live entertainment mm-hmm. amazing that's how i kind of felt that's like that's how you knew it was because like sometimes i mean what you saw like dolly parton at like the NFC, whatever the, because it's like the, I'm not football. I don't know. Anyway, Dolly Parton performed a little while ago. And the woman is brave because she was holding on to the edge of that stage for dear fucking life as her body turned to so many worms (laughs) eating her from the grave. And you could, I was just like, I'm so happy she's here. Her abs look amazing, but she was fully lip syncing. And it's hard when like you can tell from cameras that, the lip syncing is happening. Oh, you were looking at her lips. The rest of us in the U.S. were looking at her yitties. Well, you know, here's the deal. Her eyes are up there in her mouth. <laughs> her eyes are in her <laughs> mouth. Well, that's terrifying. <laughs> that's because if, if Dolly Parton opens her mouth wide enough, you understand that she's actually um, a giant mascot. And there's like a little man in there. <laughs> Just doing his best. Just doing his fucking best. misogynistic anyway, okay. world. Back to the moon oh back to my extra month yeah 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 so each month in the lunar calendar is 29.530589 days which will step out of rhythm with the gregorian calendar by about 11 days each year after three years you got enough to fill your little um pokedex with enough days for a whole month which is what they do instead of having a whole new name the chinese calendar just adds a second month a la yue uh, or final month at the end of every new year. So it's like you kind of get an extra February. Mm. It's like February junior. Okay. I was trying to make I was trying to fit in a grave digger joke, but I couldn't find a way to do it. In central China, some girls will cook special goose-shaped pastries for their parents during the leap month. And this tradition comes from a legend of a girl who lived far away from her parents after marriage. So let me tell you the story. Ooh, I love stories. So this woman, she moves away after she gets married, and every time the La Yue would come around, she would worry about her parents because her parents were so poor. She's thinking, would they have enough to eat? Are they going to be warm enough? And she decides that she would travel by herself across a treacherous mountain pass to check on them. And as a gift, she would bring a satchel full of millet to feed them. Oh, so nice. Just giving, like, firstborn daughter... A very Mulan energy, yes. Extremely, extremely. The story places the young woman at the base of the Songshang Mountains, and I looked it up, and these mountains are treacherous. Oh, yeah, that's like all cliff. Yeah, it's a lot of it is like basically a 90-degree sheer drop. Crazy. And wouldn't you know it, as she travels on the mountain road, she falls. <gasps> is she okay? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so... She's not dead. She's not dead because, you know, she's our main character. But when she wakes up, she sees that the millet she was saving for her parents is being eaten up by geese. 
And this woman, she wails, Aww. probably from equal parts despair and pain from what I'm sure is broken legs. And when all of the millet is gone, she looks at her belongings, just like tears streaming down her face, her makeup in her mouth, devastated. And inside her bags are two geese who refuse to budge. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because they have a food coma or what, but our daughter of the year lifts up these heavy bags of geese and continues her journey to her parents' house. When she gets there, she finds the town is besieged by plague and famine. So she's like, my, my intuition was correct. Oh my gosh. Her parents are nearly dead in their beds, <gasps> and she decides, how am I going to fix this? Should I call a doctor? Should I get some Grubhub? No. She cooks a delicious meal from these two geese and feeds the entire town. Ending the famine and also the plague. Think about it. She was just going to show up with some fucking grain. Some millet? Yeah. Instead, she has two geese? Why can't they get their own geese? I think they're old Mm. and also poor. Well, I mean, I guess geese just walk into your bags and don't leave. Yeah, if you're if you fall to your death in the mountain pass, yes, you do. Well, it's kind of like a cat. You just put a cardboard box out. You're gonna like capture one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, or like um, you take a cardboard box and you um, prop it up with a stick and a little piece of cheese. Yeah, underneath. Get a mouse. <laughs> you can pull it. Yeah. <laughs> but even if you're not preparing special goose-shaped pastries, children will often visit their parents with gifts as a way to say like, "Thank you so much for raising us." And also, maybe in a couple weeks, you'd give me a couple of little red envelopes for New Year's, maybe, because I'm your favorite. Because I deserve it. I'm mommy's favorite. So let's move west and uh, talk about the Islamic Hijri calendar. So the Islamic Hijri calendar was established in the 600s. It's a full lunar calendar and does not have any leap years. However, in the 8th century, like 100 years later, Islamic scholars were like, The farmers do not know when to plant the (laughs) grain. We are out of sync with reality. So they're thinking, we we can figure this out. We're like math geniuses, right? Like they're basically the founders of math. They can get this shit right. Which is when the tabular Islamic calendar was established. The calendar was a mixture of 29 and 30 day cycles, which will sprinkle in random leap days at the end of the Islamic lunar new year. So similar to the Chinese lunar calendar, there's roughly 354 days in the Islamic lunar year. And then there will be a leap day added every like two or three years. And it's it's like it's two years, then three years, then two years, then three years, which is very like sort of rhythmic. It's so interesting because it's like, okay, the Gregorian calendar isn't the first one who thought of this. Yes. Yeah. This has existed way before that calendar was even created. People always manipulating time. But this does make more sense with the farming because like... Those farmers couldn't read. Yeah, I think a lot about it as like, they often say, who were the first people to like make calendars? Like who has the greatest need to establish a rhythm for a 29 day cycle? And it's like people that have periods, Mm -hmm. right? But it's also farmers because a lot of times if you read like the farmer's almanac, they're like planting season is like this many days after the first full moon of this month. Yeah. That's like very witchy. Super witchy. Farmers, witchy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And since we're talking about farmers, let's talk about the sun and moon. Yeah. So the sun moved into Pisces just like two seconds ago when this episode drops. And if you're a Western astrology babe, you might have been thinking about this Pisces season a bit. Because on this leap day, Neptune, 
Saturn, and Mercury are all conjunct the sun in this ooey-gooey water sign. Mm. In fact, Saturn and Mercury both form such a tight conjunction, they're all just one degree apart from each other on this day. Wow, that's very close. They're almost high-fiving. Yeah, they're. Ba- I mean, like if they reached, they could like human centipede. Gross. I was going to think like a cute little nose bump or something. He did not like that one at all. I did not like that one, no. Pisces is a mutable sign, which means they're kind of a farewell party for the seasons. Gemini announces the end of spring, Virgo announces the end of summer, etc. But Pisces announces the end of the astrological year, which makes it a bit wistful, I think. Oh, she yearns. Oh, she longs. Oh. And she ruminates. Unsatisfied. She's more transitory than any other sign. Emotions and energy flow through her like the love from me to you. But that also means that you can get a little bit of backwash in that kiss. Oh, it's a good kiss then. The biggest things people tend to harp on during Pisces transits is boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Keep them up. Keep them tight. Mm -hmm. Don't touch me. Yep. Don't let yourself get washed away out to sea. And we're going to talk about the moon. But let's say the floodwaters might feel like they're rising right now Mm. Uh oh especially with pisces and neptune which has a lot of like high strange cultic propaganda reality isn't what i thought it was energy about it however i do think there's a lot of like empathetic connective energy happening around this date because of how close the sun and mercury are wearing your heart on your sleeve being honest about your internal landscape will be easier on this date and i think this is supported by the fact that the moon is trining all of these planets in the best of all the signs, Scorpio. Woo! Scorpio party! Mm, mm, mm. The full lunation was about five days ago, so we're on our way back down the waning gibbous, but this water moon is like, yeah, baby, let's get down dirty and deep. You might find yourself having really deep, remarkable conversations with someone about the nature of the universe, or your friend from work, might get really drunk at the Red Robin and need to trauma dump on you about their divorce. Probably that one. (laughs) However, I would say the probability of that one, very high. Yeah. And the probability of that someone being me, very high. No. However, there's a part of me that feels like you're going to feel like you have space for that because Jupiter is opposite the moon in abundant and generous Taurus. So today just feels like a really good day. Oh. One of those soul-fulfilling days where hopefully you feel all the ways you're sewn into the fabric of our universe darned on the edges with the love of those around you who want to hear about your divorce. They want to hear it. They want to remind you that they've got you, baby. They've got, we've got you. Aww. You're supported. You're loved. You are. And we need you here. Yeah. Alicia's about to get into some leap year magic, but if you're wanting to engage in some Scorpio moon magic, I'd encourage you to do so. But with all of this uh, Piscean energy, I would encourage you to maybe like not do all of the mushrooms. So are you saying like like, a portion or probably staying away from the mushrooms? I would say like I'm not going to tell you what to do. This would just not be the day that I would like. Microdose. Blast off. Macrodose. (laughs) Yeah. Just because, like, we do need to keep you a little contained. Like, we need to keep you in in your vase mm-hmm. or your body will leak into the soil never to be seen again. And sometimes that Scorpio moon energy can get a little dark emotionally, which, like, will make it harder to get out of that 
hole. Yeah. Especially if these conversations are about the nature of the universe or your friend's trauma dumping on you. You might want to be firmly in reality for those conversations, yeah. just in case. Feet on the ground. It, Feet on yeah, the ground. Yeah, it could get dark very, very fast. We also had another Patreon question asking, is leap year considered a liminal space? And guess what, baby witches? It is. Since it only occurs every four years on February 29th, that is a rare and special day. Because the day is so infrequent that makes it a highly charged, unique, and powerful day that exists both in our world and the astral planes. As above, so below, baby. Always. Into infinity and beyond. The energy around February 29th makes it a liminal time, similar to Samhain when the veil between worlds is especially thin. February 29th is a day and time on the edges of periphery because sometimes it's here and sometimes it's not. So this is a great time to connect with your magical practice because you can treat today as a fucking holiday. It's an extra day. And I love having anything to celebrate. Like, let's fucking celebrate. Since we've established that February 29th is a magical day that is around some years and not around others, there's certain magic that corresponds well with this day. This is a great day to commit to long-term goals, whether that's manifesting or launching a project to attract a specific energy into your life, or you can also do the opposite and work on banishment spells. If you're thinking of manifesting or gaining something in your life, think about starting a new grimoire, engaging in shadow work, your health and fitness goals, and just any type of long-term goals. In this moment, on February 29th, you should be aiming to plant the seed of the manifestation. You do it on this day, because what's going to happen next year? This day is not going to exist. The Year after that, not going to exist. The year after that, not going to exist. But boom, four years from now on February 29th, we should be seeing something of your goal. She should be sprouting. She should be more than sprouting. It's been fucking four years. So like, come on, you really need to work hard on this long-term goal. <laughs> you got to be watering it these next four years. <laughs> Put it in your calendar. Put it in your calendar. But by February 29th, 2028, you should be seeing the fruits of this labor. Oh, Jesus, fuck. It's that far. Oh, my. How old will we be? No, we're, like, young. Although you have just started dyeing the grays out of your hair, so time is a ticking. It is a color depositing conditioner that accentuates my beautiful starlight highlights. I love dyeing my hair. I'm not I'm not coming at you. I. Your hair looks I'm gorgeous. About it. Thank you. I'm about to finish washing it up. I feel... Like a frog. Why? I want so desperately to be a woman that embraces aging mm -hmm. and like the gift that is aging. And I'm so lucky that my mom's hair is so beautiful, like so silvery and so beautiful. And I want that. However, the transition period is making me uncomfortable. Well, you're a very kind and considerate and wise woman. Because I want people to look at me and be like, is she underage? <laughs> Should she be here? Is she skipping school? Little girl, where is your mom? I'll be like, I don't know, sir. I'm only 45. 
<laughs> this is what I would do with my extra month, dude. I'd become yeah. a tyrant. Dude, I would run for fucking president. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Zip zap zap, bitch. <laughs> you do not, you do not want to know her foreign policy <laughs> if you give her that extra month, okay? It's all tough. American intervention <laughs> everywhere. Actually, I think I think I do a pretty good job. <laughs> I'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I I mean everything except for inflation. I feel like Alicia would be like, inflate it. <laughs> I'm doing a boob joke. It's a boob joke. You can't tell because because it's an audio medium. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I did love that. That was good. Okay. Today is also a good day for fertility magic. So perhaps you want a little witch or warlock running around your home in the next few years. This is a great day to literally and figuratively plant the seed on your fertility journey. Look into it. Like, what's the shit you need to know? Do you want to freeze your eggs? You've been thinking about it? Look more into it. Figure this shit out. Or just, you know, you can only do this 25 times of your life to bone on this day. Maybe you should just bone on this day. Get a little rowdy. Have some fun. And like I mentioned, you can also focus on banishment spells. Think about the energy you want gone from your life. You're like, I don't want to see this for the next four years. <laughs> or is there a habit that you form that you need to break? This is a great time to start your banishment journey. Whether by cord cutting or breaking a bad habit, February 29th is a great time for you to begin that journey towards healing. And... It is a waning moon on that day, so your banishment spells will be even more potent under this phase of the moon. And a moon in Scorpio? Come on! Banish them. Oh, please. Immediate. Also, apparently, February 29th is a really good day for finding lost objects. Because we just found this new day. Oh, whoa. (laughs) I was like, okay, I can see how we made that leap. And why not? Let's try it. I'm sure it's better for finding small objects like a photograph or your keys, but maybe it can be bigger, like finding your family's hidden jewels and uncovering the secret key that unlocks the mummy's tomb. I am not here to stop you. I am only here to encourage you. Yeah. Yeah. We're here to give you the information and what you do with that information is your own responsibility. I love the idea of February 29th as like a portal, (laughs) like a Tantu portal. Yes. Where, like, loose things have accumulated and now they're, like, toom, toom, toom. Like, <laughs> like in the Nyssa realm. Yeah, yeah, Nyssa realm, yeah. I love that. And if you're feeling inspired and want to fully dedicate your February 29th to a wonderfully witchy day, you can update your altar using some of these magical properties that resonate with the month of February. So if you're, like, a tree bitch, think of cedar, pine, rowan, cypress, and laurel. Some crystals and stones that, baby witch, I already know you got these lying about. Just put them on your altar. Put them in one space. But we're thinking clear quartz, diamonds, rose quartz, citrine, amethyst, silver, pyrite, ruby, garnet. Basically anything in Steven Universe, throw it on there. Jasper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black tourmaline, onyx. Some herbs that go well. Bay leaves, anise. So this is anything you want for soup. Myrrh, sandalwood, mm. frankincense, pine needles, cinnamon, nutmeg, mint, rosemary. Mm. All those also have like such a distinct smell to them. 
Very aromatic. Very. Smells so nice. And if you want to make yourself a leap year feast, look to warm spices, fresh citrus fruits, grains, seeds, breads, potatoes, and most types of fresh and dried green herbs. But honestly, dude, I think it's time for some mashed potatoes and gravy because I don't understand why Thanksgiving gets to have it and then we just don't get to have it again. Yeah, fair point. I love, love, capital L, capital O, capital V, capital E. The whole word is capitalized for me, mashed potatoes and gravy. It's, a, it's the best side dish. And to be honest, really I mean, is. everyone's like, oh, it's like getting so cold, so we should all get together and have this warm feast. It's colder now. Mm-hmm. And the darkness has crept in. Absolutely. Now, is Leap Day a lucky day? This is the question. Can I guess? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. All right. She chooses heads. <laughs> Let's find out. And you lose your fucking head. You lose your house. Modern day pagans believe that February 29th is a lucky day since it is a liminal space. We've already talked about this. However, in history, it's a bit of a mixed bag. The ancient Scots and Greeks believed it to be a very unlucky day. And to be fair, it's still in the middle of winter. And of all the places to add an extra day, why would you add it to the winter? Yeah, what the fuck? Doesn't seem lucky at all. At one point, the Greeks believed that marrying on a leap year was bad luck. And that specifically, marrying on February 29th was like putting a fucking bullet to your head. And this is before they had bullets to put in your head. I was just going to say, that's great. <laughs> prophecy. The prophecy. The prophecy. bullets. No one really feels that way anymore. But personally, personally, like off the record, but not. It's definitely on the record. I think I'd be against getting married on February 29th. Like, what are you going to do for your anniversary? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're just like making everything so complicated. Yeah, exactly. You're like trying to get married in a space outside of time. And I love celebrating. So now you're just not going to celebrate until four years later? I don't know. It seems like you're dooming your marriage, right? It also gives like your partner like an excuse like why they forgot your anniversary Ooh, right off the bat. I hate that. And also like are you going to choose the 28th or the 1st as like mm-hmm. your observed, your February 29th anniversary <laughs> observed? Yeah, yeah. It's like when Christmas is on like a Saturday or something like that. And then you get to have like Christmas observed on the Monday after. And you don't even get the day off though. So you're just really making things worse for you. Anyways, in Ireland in the 1900s, there used to be a tradition that on February 29th, women could reverse engage on that day. Oh, wow. Instead of waiting around for the man courting her to propose, an Irish woman could hurry up the process a bit because, you know, she ain't getting any younger, and proposed to the man on that date. And if Marcel hadn't proposed to me by now, I would totally have stolen that, and he would have been furious. <laughs> he would have killed. He would have been so angry. But I love I love that as a power move. Yeah. I love this, like, Sadie Hawkins style. Boys, get effort girls. Yeah. So is it lucky? Is it not lucky? I don't. Maybe it depends on the February 29th, but astrologically, Tara already was like, dude, this is a fucking lucky day. It seems fun to me. Like, if you 
are not the kind of person that's comfortable with like getting down in the deeps and like um, talking about your feelings, maybe it sucks. And maybe people are like in their feelings and you're trying to get stuff done. I could totally see that being frustrating. Yeah. However, I love feelings. You love the good, good. Yeah. Get past the shallow conversation. Like pour your feelings on a platter. I want to slurp it up like soup. Yeah. I mean, it's the only way I'm getting any hydration these days. It's true. So dry out here. Our final section is for leap day babies. Oh. Babies born on the leap day. So Momo's Patreon question was, do people born on leap day live longer? And while leap babies may be young at heart because technically they're a quarter of their age, they might actually die younger just from the stress of having to explain their birthday. Well, you only have 25 years to live according to your birthday. Is that crazy? And that's if you take good care of yourself. Oh, but do you, while I was doing some research, do you want to hear what leap year babies are supposed to be called? No, yeah, tell me. They're supposed to be called leaplings. Oh, shut up. That's little leapling. <laughs> Isn't that cute? That is adorable. We love that. Well, I guess you get this one thing because apparently paperwork is an absolute nightmare. <laughs> so I'm happy for you that you have a cute little name. So if you're trying to put in your birthday, into an online or digital drop-down menu, I was reading all about this on Reddit, either the date won't be recognized <gasps> or it won't appear at all. Really? Which means most sleep babies have to pick whether <gasps> they personally identify as being a February Pisces or a March Pisces. Wow. And I assume that if it's anything like the October Scorpio versus November Scorpio debate, it must be like a crazy identity crisis. I didn't even know that that would be such a hassle. Yeah, it doesn't exist. I can't imagine that. That's crazy. And when your birthday doesn't exist, things like getting government documents, birth certificates, driver's licenses can be just an absolute impossible task. Sometimes doctors will choose for you at the time of your delivery whether you're on the over-under of this date, which then you may not know because your parents will tell you that your birthday is the 29th. Which means when you go to get other documents, your birth certificate might say something different from your driver's license or whatever the fuck you fucking have. So you know what I always say? Don't trust doctors. Don't trust doctors. Don't trust trust governments. Don't trust governments. Unless I'm in charge. Don't trust doctors. Unless I'm your doctor. Mm -hmm. That's pretty Mm -hmm. much it. Or you're trying to get a vaccine. That's fine. I mean, yeah. Get vaccinated. Outside of that. However. Outside of that, don't. Don't, Don't trust even them. Because the <laughs> they'll suck your life force out of they'll you. They'll turn you okay, to stone. So outside of this nightmare, if you make it to your third Saturn return at the age of 84, you get to have something special that no one else gets to have, which is a second 21st birthday. Mm. And if we know anything about our baby's witches, if they had limitless power and resources, that birthday would be crazy town. Pitbull is there. Alicia's there. I'm there. There's a foam party. I'm topless. It's a banger. She's topless. I'm bottomless. And <laughs> I just look like I'm also old. So it just looks like I've got a bunch of like rice noodles in my lap. Wait, what's the right? Oh, is that your pubic it's hair? It's a full bush. Oh. It's a full white bush. Because I, I finally let my grays grow out on the bottom, not the top. <laughs> the top is bald. you're practically bald i mean i would come to your 21st 84 year old birthday yes and that is leap year magic 
<laughs> Ending on a banger, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Come and get this pad thai. Ew. It's Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> and since we only have so many of these leap years to celebrate, we would like to thank our producer, Marcel Perez, our creative director, Mallory Jordan, and Kevin McLeod for the music that we use in the intro and outro. And God bless the fact that he hasn't taken it down for copyright issues. <laughs> As above, so below. We appreciate Kevin McLeod. I'd also really like to thank anyone who's written an Apple podcast review or subscribed to our channels on Spotify or wherever you're getting podcasts. Head over to Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. You have to write something. And I would really like it if you would write a compliment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If I could have one thing for the leap day, it would be that you would compliment me and give me five stars on Apple Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And so mode it be, baby. So mode it be. <laughs> if you want to find me, Alicia, I'm on Instagram at Alicia period herder. If you want to find Tara, you can find me on Instagram at her lovely face. That's my art Instagram. And it's a great art indeed. You should all be checking it out. The podcast, Witch Yes, is on Instagram at Witch Yes. Share an episode in your stories. Tag us. We'll feature you on our stories. Man, I'm trying to keep up with all of these fucking memes on Instagram reels right now. Like, what is happening? What's going to be there for the new moon? Mars conjunct. What in the world? So I always share mm -hmm. it. Whenever I see it, I share it to the Witch Yes Instagram. We also have a poppin' Discord server. You can find it in the show notes below and become a part of an amazing community that completely thrives on their own they we planted the seed and then we neglected that plant but they love it <laughs> they're having a great time if you don't like any of the socials you can always contact us via email at witchespodcast at gmail.com marcel does look at it sometimes and apparently we were number two in spirituality in south korea a few weeks ago that is so crazy south koreans getting witchier and witchier What's up, soul? Come join us. Come close. Come to the dark side. And if you just cannot get enough with Jess, we are on Patreon. And it is a seed that we have planted and tended to with love and care. $5 Patreon, which is an above, get access to two extra episodes a month and our back catalog of over 100 extra episodes. $10 above, get access to our close friends list and more. And then also they get to ask questions just like Yana and Momo did today. And also I want to one more time tell Lauren and Yana, thank you so much for joining us within the past week. It's so sweet. And um, it's like, it's always like a little surprise. They're like, oh, someone else has decided to come along for the ride. So we're happy you're here. Strap in. It's about to get worse. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys. Like it's always just a fun time and you know, we're just trying to keep the lights on, trying to keep this internet connected, and it has been lagging today. I want to also just give a real personal apology to Marcel if he's going to edit this one because the the internet was not good. There have been times where I just waited. But the energy, the frequency was high. Oh, the vibrations are great. The connection, <laughs> terrible. And you know what's not terrible? Tell me. My time with you. <gasps> That's lovely. It's always a delight. Which means that this has been Witch, yes! Bye! Bye, guys! Happy Leap Day! We are so cute. We're so cute! Can you believe how cute we are? <laughs> <laughs>